let's get queued up here. Okay, uh, I'm going to give you a little intro, even though uh, our regular listeners would know who you were, theoretically. John Warren, back on the podcast doing an episode of After the Show, where we, we've not, I've not done an episode like this before. Nope. We're, we're just going to, I've watched a show and then talked about it afterwards, right? Like, I'm going to do that with, I think uh, my plan would be to do that with The Mandalorian. Have you seen that, bro? I think I've seen every episode maybe seven times. Uh, times. I got to re. I got yeah. I just finished the fourth one today. There's a new episode came out today. I haven't seen the fourth one. Oh, uh, it just came out today. I've seen the fourth one. I got to wait till. Uh, you know, Gina Carano is in the fourth one. I knew she was in it though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. I uh, know. Like I was it's thinking, I was like, man, career. maybe in like 15 years when I'm old, and, yeah. but I know lots of martial arts, I could be a Star Wars. I hope so. Right. Bring I mean, me. Yeah. I, I just want to. There. I saw this. Alien. I saw this funny meme. Um, I'll show you because Gina Carano, her character reminded me of this meme. What's it going to do for her career? I'm sure it will boost it. Even if it doesn't boost it, man, she had to have gotten a lot of money for being in a Star Wars show. Even if she only does one episode, which I guess, is she going to be in more? Uh, I don't know. I know Bill Burr is going to be in it. Oh, no, dude, I have that on my phone. That is my background for a <laughs> if while. gas station knives were a person. That's the funniest meme. Dude, I, dude it really oh is. Like God. Her character reminded me of this guy <laughs> in, in Mandalorian. <laughs> uh, let me uh, let me cast this up and we'll um, we'll get into it. It's about an hour and 40 minute uh, docu- documentary. We're casting it on the cast. We can hear the documentary. The audience can't. So... We'll adjust the volume if we need to. So we're going to try this out. Haven't done this before. Um, kind of mystery science theater sort of style. Mm-hmm. We're just watching and commentating. And we've also got a couple other things here. We've got uh, some Legos to build. Sweet. I really need to build the set before Christmas. Well, I can so, and you've got, uh, what are these right here? This is the Universal Yum Box. It's a subscription box. Yes, this is interesting to me. Yeah, I'm not sure which country this is from, but it comes every month, and uh, it brings snacks from many different places. Yeah, I um, Sorry, I really I'm distracted. There's a Dark Lord Maynard right there in front of me, so I get distracted. It's hard for me to talk. But yeah, I'm not sure which country this is from. It just says the hills are alive. We get alive. to guess. Yeah, we get to guess. How do we find out at the end? Oh, we, we open don't. it, and it'll say it, as it'll soon say. as we open it. Okay. Yeah, let me turn this off. Ooh. <laughs> he makes wine in Arizona. <laughs> it's the last thing you expect to hear him say. <laughs> you could cook with it. I have I have drank the wine. I have not the, drank it. You, I think you yeah. were maybe the first person to tell me about the wine, and then this uh, a guy that's been on the podcast a couple of times actually told me about this documentary. I didn't mm-hmm. even know that it was a thing till like a year ago. No, I had seen the documentary. Okay, good. This is my yeah. first time. So these guys are talking about tannins right here. You drink a lot of wine. Not really, no, okay. but I drink a lot of coffee. Coffee has tannins in it, doesn't it? Yes, not? it does. So that helps. That helps. But if you drink enough tannins over the course of about a year, 
such like as in red wine what makes you go you know because that's the le- that's the stems and the skin of the, of the grape you get used to that and the bitter goes away interesting hi i'm john warren i don't know if i said that or did you say that yeah you did you uh, said that, yeah. Y- yeah i said you need no introduction yeah. i've been here like but, six times yes cool. uh, well and here's to many more we still have to review like all the tool out like this like my 10th <laughs> maynard podcast maynard I'm, files I, i'm not a maynard dick rat or anything <laughs> um pretty hard <laughs> all right worshipers oh we got three we got three bags here there's some very colorful this is a quidditch match Oh, hmm. Yeah, um, I've just made my first little documentary style um, yeah. for the Force YouTube channel. Uh-huh. Uh, this guy came in. I took clips of him being on my podcast. Yeah. Us rolling, him teaching some techniques, background Sweet. music, did some voiceover. Yeah. It was, uh, it was super cool. But uh, now I'm just like, oh, I need to watch this documentary for techniques of what I want to... Um, well, it's stylistic. See, look at the beginning. Got a nice intro using a sepia filter. That's that, see, this is filtered, and they're doing something to make it look like a vintage scene. You know, seventies, eighties. Yeah, I see he's a jackalope. Huh. So you think that paints Maynard as a mythical creature? Maynard is a mythical creature. Exactly. Man. The the jackalope himself. Hope you see this, Maynard. You are our, our jackalope. Dude, jackalopes are such an interesting thing. I, I, I looked up, it's been a while since I looked up like the origin, like where they came from and in mm-hmm. lore. Yeah, and my girlfriend was telling me about that the other day about how they're like actually just uh rabbits with tumors. Oh, so there's a yeah, okay. There's an actual um <laughs> linkage yeah okay just a big big horny tumor on its head bro you gotta stick the stickers Cora always sticks the stickers I'm not good oh, at sticking shit, stickers dude, I'm terrible man. with stickers you're gonna stick me to the stickers okay you gotta put the characters together Character's the best part. How many times have you seen this particular This will be my second time, but I've seen clips of it in the middle. Yeah, there's. Uh, I thought about pulling up oh, some of the clips ahead of time. There's several cli- uh, promotional clips on um, on uh, YouTube and stuff. This is a pretty serious set. The Quidditch match, yeah, it's pretty. Good it, set. it it is. It's th- it's four different towers. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess you could start building the second tower. Well, I don't want to get it out sharing. of order. No, I think that's how it works. I think that let's probably like two, bag at a time. Two towers in one bag. You got it, bro. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Look at him uh, digging in the dirt. Look at that. Ah, dude, he's so smart. Why people drink wine? supreme being she does jiu-jitsu nice quote bro nail that shit gracias what do you think about the new the passing the torch dna um artwork from the new album did you see that no i dug that i dug that He's right about the grape, though. It does. It picks up the flavors. 
See. Wow. It picks up every, it becomes a supreme being. The grape does because it picks up every flavor from everything that's ever been there around it. Exactly. That's what's powerful about wine. Damn good answer. It really is. What I was going to say about tannins is you have to become tannin trained. If you drink enough coffee, that's going to help. But it causes you an ab- to have an absolute effect. For the rest of your life, it will open up your palate to be able to have a better sense of smell, a better sense of taste. Yeah, I spent about a year and a half learning to drink strong, you know, uh, more tannin uh, strong wine. See, in the beginning, when you're not tannin trained, when your palate isn't tannin trained, you drink things like White Zinfandel, which is actually the most Kool-Aid of wines. And then it's just like, just like punch, just like punch. But to a person that's tannin trained, it's like drinking diabetes. It's just diabetes. It's just absolute Kool-Aid. It's just sweet. But as you become more tannin trained, the wines that just taste like bitter, horrid flavors to everyone else become like Kool-Aid to you because you become so accustomed your palate opens up but then you can smell everything so food becomes that much more flavorful people become that much more smelly you can smell when a woman walks by you can smell things you wish you couldn't smell you can tell when yeah you know what i'm saying yeah i don't want to have to say it on the podcast but you can tell that that's interesting you can Um, tell when when someone's hasn't showered for a day you can tell when a girl's on her moonly you can tell all these things after you've drank enough they they talk they about talk, this. well i've heard i've also in history um when you get into brown gold <laughs> cultivation of tobacco yeah um, brown gold. when you get into that um you they uh they talk about the cultivation of the palate with tobacco as well yeah right like it it that's actually what it said in my book as as far as i remember like uh the the english palate got accustomed yeah it is a thing to yeah that's literally though the i literally just quoted the movie like three times but that's it's it's really true dude i didn't know that this came out as long ago as it did either i watched it it changed uh, my life uh, 2010. I, I, I instantly went to our local winemakers and was like, I need to find something made with Sangiovese grapes. Well, and what's crazy is that we, like, do have local, we do have local the winemakers. Best. Yeah, the uh, best in Arkansas. Like, yeah, well, um, Altus. Have you guys played any shows in Altus before? I'm sure you have, right? <sighs> like, uh, what do they have? The Grape Fest, for example. I actually haven't. Yes, yes, I played it. Yes, I played it. Uh, I've played three acoustic shows there, but I haven't played like an electric show. But I've played for food three times there. Dude, um, I may, um, I want to uh, play you this riff I wrote before you leave. I would love uh, to Because I was playing that kind of tool sounding riff I wrote for you last time. Yes. And I wrote another it, it, kind of tool sounding one, but it's different. But it's kind of that same. It's in drop D. Like, I don't have a whole lot of uh, songs I play in drop D. But uh, this one is, and I really, um, I've been digging. I've been really inspired by the new tool album. Shut the new the bump. You're so smart. Like Maynard's lyrics on the new Tool album, man, are insane. 
Caligula would grin. <laughs> Julio Claudian Dynasty reference there. No big deal. No big deal. See, he's using that volcanic soil that you can only find in Arizona. And that to, to grow the Sangiovese grapes. It is really interesting. I mean, everybody always asks him, like, man, I told you end up in Arizona. But well, that's uh, why. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, but too, man. Look at that. Look at those steps he's have, created. Did, have you, did you been, see that? Yeah. Have Beautiful. you been to um, L.A.? No, I have not. It in sucks. my whole life. How the hell has that happened? It sucks, dude. Well, I, that's why I haven't gone. Uh, I found great success in other places without having to go there. That's bro, absolute truth. Bro, like, are you, you think, would you describe yourself as, uh, like, reclusive? Um, I hate people unless I'm the center of attention. I hate being a part of the crowd. Uh, I hate crowds. And if I'm being paid or if I'm the center of attention, I will own that shit. But if I'm part of the crowd, I hate it. I, all right. There's a famous meme out right now, but like, I wish I could have it framed and, and made into a beautiful piece of artwork. And it shows this pro football player, as much as I'm not even a sports fan, it shows this pro football player and he's standing in a stadium watching uh, watching a football game. And he's standing there and he's just going... <laughs> And he's just standing there, right, watching with all the eagerness in the world, with his helmet on, his pads, everything, and his uniform, just watching. And I said, this is what it's like to be a musician at a rock show. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen that, yeah. That's me. And and that's, and that's I know every rock musician can, can, you know, at least identify with that to, and relate to that to, to some extent. Because after, after a certain point, you've met your idols, it's not the same anymore. It's not the same anymore. I dude, I go through that a little bit with martial arts. Like, uh, oh my god, I was, I can't even I was looking out the window waiting for you to get here, and How I do you watch just, movies. I was I mean, thinking about it, and I was like, oh man, this is like it's weird. Like, why I learn these techniques to like just to teach them to people, or like it, like it, you know, it, it, the purpose of why I do it has changed. Oh yeah, and I don't do it for as selfish a reasons anymore. You know, it's interesting, like how we spend our time, man. Like how we, how we choose to spend our time. Like I was just training with Nate. Was I mentioned before we started the podcast? God bless him. He's such a good. Dude. He's such a he's such an angel. Humble. Um, but uh, I was showing these moves, and I'm like, aren't martial arts techniques interesting? Like. I'm like, here, look at this move so then you can go do it. And that's how you can spend your time mm-hmm. practicing this martial arts move. Mm-hmm. I think his band is Tool. You know, Mia Jovovich trains with this guy, Mike and Caleb. No person. Oh, Mike knows him real well. Um, but is this, what? It, this one might be yours, too. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. I might have given you the wrong one, bro. Oh, I opened I, I totally did. Just scoot those to the middle. I opened two. Oh, was that two? Then there's two. Wait, is no, two? This is two. Yes, but oh, that's three. Yeah. Okay. So scoot those to the middle, <laughs> and we'll tackle those together. But I bet. Um, oh, I don't man. know. Mine. Mine had two. Man, we should follow the age thing. Like we're too old for this. Like, like we forgot. We need some kids. We come yeah. in here. We need some kids. We yes. need. We need to be live streaming this. We need some children. Here's a hundred dollars. 
<laughs> I'll show you my purple heart. Dude, did you did you watch that Michael Jackson documentary, bro? The Finding Neverland. I actually haven't seen it yet. Dude, it's going to ruin Michael Jackson for you forever. Oh, wait. Is it the one that showed all the Neverland stuff? Then I'm out of Yeah, it well, YouTube, it was about actually. that Wade Robeson guy, the in-sync oh, choreographer. Like, yeah. he, and this other guy, they're like, hey, Michael Jackson molested us, and here's how he did it, and our stories are the exact same. <laughs> and, like, it was, it was disturbing. If you see one of these red ones, I need one of these red ones. I don't... I don't, I don't this is where they mess up sometimes. I've noticed this. I bet it's in your bag. Oh, woman. Please don't act like you know that. Did you hear that? It's she Maynard. just talking shit. Yeah. Some people just talk shit. I mean, I know that we're amongst them, but damn it. We're minor dick riders, dude. Dude, that's okay. I become like the hormone monster on Big Mouth when we talk about him. You know what I'm talking about on Netflix, the Big Mouth? No, I It's a hormone monster. <laughs> I've become that like, like a big satyr. Dude, did I send you, what was that band that, um, Come on, oh, the Three Little Pigs song that Maynard was in that band oh, back in the day? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, man, I've, I've been watching that. I watched that whole show the other day. I watched uh, just uh, just the video of that one, uh, that one single or whatever. Yeah, they did a version of uh, Sober. Really? At the end of the show, they did. I think it was the end. They did sober in it, but it was like really, really fast. The tempo was fast. Interesting. Did you do anything for Black Friday, man? No, dude. I got up and came here. Yeah. I couldn't sleep last night, so I stayed up watching uh, Netflix. I did stay up kind of late. Have you seen The Irishman yet? No. No, I've been trying to finish off the third, or I just started the first season of, uh, the third season, I'm sorry, of The Last Kingdom. Oh, how's that? Oh, God. It's it good? so historic. Worthy watch? Yeah. It's Middle so Ages? Dark Ages. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very, it's just historic. You know, everyone's, as a history major, you know, everyone's uh, name is like Ethel this and Ethel that. Like Ethel Red, Ethel Cod, Ethel, everything's Ethel something, So which means noble. That's, yeah, I like. Uh, it's all about Bevenberg. And you've seen all the Game Thor of Thrones, Thor, right? Oh, God, yeah. They do, so, they do such a good job with like naming characters, which I know is George R.R. R. Martin, but. I like the the nicknames, you know, like Rob and all that. They got really almost southern sounding nicknames, and that all that gets me cracked up. Dude, the, it is Amazon. interesting to know to see uh, names and words that have spread to the United States and where they came from in Europe and what have you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need some of this. I need I need this, but in red and just it should it. be there. Right? Do you see it? That. Is it that? Where? It's like twice his height. Oh. Right? Yeah, it's twice his height. Is it two of them? Uh, uh, Is it supposed to be two of them stacked together? No, it's like like one like this. It's like double, right? Well, kind of backtrack and... Yeah. See, that's part part of this. I'm not doing my thing. We need some children. (laughs) You got to organize the the Legos. Where's Bubbles? That this is Maynard. He says this in reference to growing the grapes. It's like you got to do your logistics. We haven't done logistics for shit. Yeah, I mean, I just sprang this on you. I'm like, dude, we're building Legos today, man. I. Dude, you realize you could spring anything on me, and I'd be like, I'm down. We have Legos, Maynard, and treats. So you can find a bungee cord that'll hold me. I'm down. Somewhere out, Pupperman, somewhere out there, and goes, "Did you just say treats?" I heard you in there. Look at this. 
<laughs> Maynard on the pooper. Yeah, we're being creepy. I'm not going to lie. We're enjoying he has hairy legs. Has hairy thighs. You know, and that's a revelation for us right at this moment. We have, we've never seen Maynard's thighs. I had like never that. thought about it. Uh, Quite masculine. Okay, first off, I've been growing like this extra hair on the back of my arms, like on my triceps. It's freaking me out, dude. Have you been growing it on your knees yet? Uh, I've kind of... I. And my knee hair has been kind of weird from grappling, right? Mm-hmm. I think it just like Rubs doesn't off. grow normally. Yeah. Well, they say it gets weird when you get older. You grow ear hair. Yeah. I no, I've been hair. watching for that, dude. Second puberty is what Second they call puberty, it. Yeah. You get ear hair and nose hair comes out longer. Look at this guy making apple wine. You know what's interesting, though? I, I never got a chance to finish. The, the caduceus, it, uh, I got the chupacabra, and it had this fr- from, from Maynard's Vineyard, and it had this leathery taste and smell to it, and it instantly transported me to the smell of my grandfather's wallet that I, I never even met my grandfather. My grandfather died in the 70s because my dad was born in 1932. And I was I was born very late. Yes, we talk, I think we talked about it on the podcast, but that and was like one thing like when I first met your dad. Yeah. I was just like, How is this possible, right? Yeah. I was shot out of a musket, bro. So... That's Theo Vaughn. That's funny. So. (laughs) (laughs) Theo Vaughn's hilarious, man. So, but but I still have my grandpa's wallet. And uh, it smelled exactly like that. But it's Chupacabra, the changeling. And the flavors literally change to like this black cherry to like back to the leather, back to the cherry, back to these flavors. I I couldn't even like like almost a blueberry. And it constantly changed. Oh, it was amazing. Right there in your mouth, it just changed flavors consistently. Uh, Almost a plum at one point. Dude. But the thing is, I was celebrating my dad's recovery in the hospital. But the next day... He, he took a turn for the worse and he passed away the next day but I'm so thankful that I had that happy moment for one night you know yeah and I, that's why I'll never forget that Caduceus that Caduceus moment that's it is all of this uh, background in Arizona because that was some beautiful countryside I just anticipated this would be in the Arizona. Desert. No, Arizona is beautiful uh, in places, you know, and a lot of places. It's like New Mexico. It's very beautiful. Now, the most beautiful place I've ever seen in America, and I've been all over except except L.A., um, is Southern Colorado. I've been all over Colorado, but Southern Colorado in the Sangre de Cristo Mountains, mm-hmm. uh, right about South Fork, Alamosa. It's a, it's a high mountain desert, but it rains every day, and there's that rainbow every single day. Wow. And it's high. It's a high mountain desert, and it, but it rains, and it's green, but it's also a desert. Does it rain in um, uh, Seattle daily, or is that nah, like a stereotype? That's a stereotype. I've I, been to Seattle, and it's it, it didn't rain. Did you see Bruce Lee's tombstone when you were I've there? I've been to Bruce Lee. I went to Bruce Lee's tombstone. That's Brandon awesome. Lee's. It's right there next to it. Uh, paid my respects. You have to. You go to Seattle. You got to go to Bruce Lee's Tombstone. I've never been to Seattle. Or um, it's, never been to Portland. Never been to really any. I tell you something about, about Seattle. Uh, it's strange because you can find your way around because it's like a small city in a sense. You, you get your bearings real quick. 
but it's very very um crowded and there's people everywhere and none of them are that friendly yeah and they're very confused when you are friendly very confused so like all these people you know we're in the south we we don't we don't walk like the rest of the country we saunter we kind of have a yeah when we walk you know we're like yeah all right we take things cool we relax they don't their walking speed in seattle is our literal jog okay everywhere and you walk by and they're like we're like how's it going man and they're like uh uh oh i'm sorry uh i'm i'm well i i I, i'm well yes thank you confuse the hell out of them so by nature we kind of got angry and tribalistic about it we're like well man we're from the south then (laughs) and we started like being awfully southern pride like because we didn't like the way they were acting oh they're talking about the blood of christ now What a stupid question. It's funny, but it's a stupid question. Who are you to put the blood of Christ in a bottle? He's Maynard. Maynard knows that's a stupid question. Yeah, come on now. The most profound thing Maynard says is at the end of the documentary. The very last lines. I'll save it. This is funny. I shared this thing. It was uh, Keanu Reeves's face on all these different things. I don't. I don't even remember what it was now, but it was hilarious. I shared it right before the podcast on the podcast page. Yep. Oh, dude, there it is. I doubled up on that side. I'm such I had a, a feeling I'm it was such an idiot, man. Jeez. Wait, no, no, no. Yes, that's exactly what happened. He's Did they up. do that to be funny, or is that? Is I don't that know, real? but he straight up called them douchebags. You got to wonder. Boy, those were the days. Caveman dragging your lady around by the hair. (laughs) (laughs) He said that so nonchalant. (laughs) Look at me just stacking. I like all this commentary that they have from all these like experts, local experts, it seems. Oh hey, I I talk about when grapes hit uh, Rome and Greece. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Sound effects are amazing. 
You good at sound effects? They they can't hear. Yeah, but I can hear him. Are you good at sound effects? <laughs> Dude, that's good. Dude, you know what blows my mind? People that can beatbox. Right? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna embarrass myself, but, but I'm, I'm not bad. Dude, uh Cora has a little nephew that, that can beatbox and the, the little dude blew my mind when I heard that's, him beatboxing. That's the thing. I say I'm not bad, but pretty much at, at this point I used to not like I used to be good in like in the standards of like the early two thousands. But now any, Yeah, it, you remember that Brian, dude? man. That was a big deal. Yeah. That was hilarious. Along with the masturbating bear. I don't remember that one. The oh. On Conan? He was on Conan? The masturbating bear, yeah. It was just a dude in a, in a black not. bear costume with a, with underwear on it, ran around masturbating to everything. I know, you can't really Sounds go wrong. Sounds legit. It's legit. But yeah, but now any child can beat anyone at beatboxing, any adult at beatboxing. It's become like a rite of passage. I'm missing a head. Oh, I got a couple of heads over here. I'm not really sure which one, but this one has like the Voldemort on the back. And I don't know if he goes on that one or not. Oh, I got an extra head right here. Double heads. Here's some, here's some bodies and shit. There's some wands. Uh, I need the the buck tooth one. Mm. The buck the rabbit tooth. Mm. I'm saying some really cruel shit here. That's the one. You know what the target market for Legos is? Us? Yeah. <laughs> like people our age? No, I mean, uh, adult, buying, adult men Yeah, in their 30s. Yeah, I've been buying the shit out. Like I went to a Lego sh- uh, store in like Nashville the other day. And like there's like this guy working there like my age. And he's like, dude, you want to look in the back? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah Showed please, me like show the me Millennium that. Falcon. Oh, and Jesus. All this shit they had. But they had the whole Harry Potter castle back there. You didn't want to like show him how excited you were, did you? It was funny. He's just like, he like, took me to this door and he like opened it. And was like, yeah, you see back there? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like, dude, this is your job. <sighs> hmm. I might get one broom done here. This is confusing. Dude, the towers are not too confusing, but, you know, I've already messed up once, so. Dude, getting uh, stuff to not eat your plants, that's got to be super difficult. Oh, uh, has it been half an hour? You can. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, let me go get this. All right. <laughs> he just ran directly into a, a giant cardboard stand up of Pennywise from It. We had that set up just for him. It was a setup. He reacted so quietly.
<laughs> what? I, but we call him Georgie because of the. Oh, Georgie. Georgie. <laughs> AJ had that in the car. I was like, yeah. Is this his twist off? Yeah, I don't know. Nope. Hmm. I got a bottle opener, I think. Uh, in yeah, pocket. I do too, actually. I just don't know if I. Yeah. Um, so you didn't even know we were going to do Harry Potter Legos, but you coincidentally brought some butterbeer? I had no idea. Yeah? But I, I knew you were a fan, so. I've been needing to build this for a minute because I think I'm going to get a lot more for Christmas. So you so, got to get started. I'm, I've almost, I've got over half the sets that they sell currently. Yeah. And then I could probably collect some of the more rare sets that they don't sell anymore, which I've got at least one or two of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maynard is dotting his eyes and crossing his T's over here. Ooh. Oh, that's tasty, dude. Corey's going to be jealous. I should have brought three. I didn't even think about that. Oh, no, no. I'm sure. She's had better beer because uh, she goes to Disney. She's going to Disney in like a month oh, or something. Oh, does she? Yeah. You ever been to Disney? I have not. Can you believe that? Now they got Star Wars down there, though. I got to make a trip. No, man, I kind of want to go, but at the same time, like I'm, I'm getting more, uh, more and more reclusive these oh, days. Shit, I feel you, dude. I, I just want to, like, dude. You. Like, why would I go do other shit when I could do what we're doing right now? You know, it's a. Everyone says that's a dangerous mentality, but damn it, it's my mentality. Dude, I don't think it's dangerous at all. I think what ruins people is them having to do stuff they don't want to do. Fucking A. Absolutely, though. Really? I mean, really? Like, I mean, really? really what, what, what creates discontentment? But, and then, too, I also tell people, I'm like, well, that, but also, you know, doing just, just exclusively shit I love kind of stresses me out sometimes, too. Because, I mean, like, that's it. Like, that I get to do exclusively shit that I love. Like, Well, that, that really makes me feel better because I was really afraid for you for a long time. I thought that you were just going to burn yourself to death. Because you were burning the candle at 15 ends, man. Uh, yeah, and I still kind of do. But it's, um, I tell people no a lot. Well, that's what you have to learn to do, though. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, or like... People try and get with me on something, and I'm like, I, I just may not get back with them for a few days. Like, I don't, I can't do things on a short notice. I yeah, can't, uh, I have to schedule things. I get, I'm trying to get, uh, <clears throat> less, uh, more understanding to like people doing things to like what I perceive as wasting my time. Cause I'm not very, uh, understanding when it comes to stuff like that taking, taking place. Like the other day, for example, like the 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 shop asked me to bring my vehicle in so they could swap something for me. So I brought my vehicle in and was going to go without a vehicle for a couple of days, but they didn't have the part. So like I brought yeah. my vehicle into him for a day for like, well, and it was a misunderstanding and everything, but I just to just try and be more understanding about stuff like that because like I'm less understanding because I'm like, yeah, I work 12 hours every day, like in one way or another. So right yeah i hate i hate losing out uh on on time and ability to be able to do stuff poison 
Like they're like holding hands. Yeah. Look. <laughs> you know, Maynard probably came up with all this weird shit just He's, to see, just to get yeah. us to talk about it and do podcasts about it and be like, "What's this dude up to? What's he doing?" That kind of shit doesn't even phase me now, though, because I'm so used to it. Oh, right. Partner. Partner. Keep on rolling, baby. Do you I've remember, got it. You remember Limp Biscuit, man? Uh, very well. They're they're actually producing new music. They just did a show uh, like last year for three dollar uh, for three dollars, three dollar three dollars three dollar bill, y'all. Like in Hollywood Bro. to like celebrate their album that is like a twentieth anniversary or something like that. Hooker with a penis. <laughs> see they can't hear what he's saying so for me to just say hooker with a penis out of context is funny this <laughs> we have no this dude's talking about yeah, Maynard's I never song think about titles yes, yeah, all of a sudden you, yeah it's well, just a mild bit of Tourette's <clears throat> uh you know not real Tourette's here we know the difference I'm I'm really enjoying just the background music to this more than I should how often in life do we do we just get background music that's Pussifer and yeah I mean yeah I bet this was like from Maynard's top shelf of like I mean it's literally what he wanted to put in the background of his life that's what I want to put in the background of my life okay this broom took so long I love hearing him say that. Yep. You know this is going to end up being a, a show of, of much silence and then us just saying random things that we're hearing but the, the truth is people should have watched it with us okay like Joe Rogan's fight companions like they tell them to watch right? yeah like I mean the people know when I started the show well what's interesting though is he's telling the truth as you start off as a musician trying to get all this stuff off your chest some people get in it for the money I mean, I, if not uh, most of them or half of them, or God knows, but it becomes at some point, you're just like an actor, anyone in the entertainment industry, you become a salesman. Mm -hmm. You're trying to sell something. If it's not your agenda, then well, it's someone else's Well, isn't that what agenda. Hooker with the Penis is about? That's a good point. It, 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 which, which one of the songs is it he wrote that's like, yeah, fuck you, buddy. I sold my soul for the song. Yeah, like, I sold my soul to make a record. Yeah. Is I've that, never, is, I've quoted that so many times. Isn't that Hooker with a Penis? He's calling himself a hooker because, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I think it. I think it is. You know, that's funny because I've quoted that song so many times. Dude, that's getting back into the depths. Like, 
Like, just think about it. Like, two Tool albums in the last 13 years, like, and we're talking about, like, the second album. Or was it that the third album? I can't remember. I'm ashamed of myself. Well, we're going to have to... Uh, I did the Satan album. Yes. Uh, we li- yes. we live listened to that. Um, Colby and I did, but we'll have to do... I would like to do... Because here's the thing, like, how often do people just sit around and listen to an album and just, like, together, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, like like what we did with the Perfect Circle album when it came out or what mm. we did with the Tool album when it came out. We do a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, so... But that's, like, it's just, like, the art of uh, talking is kind of lost these days. It tastes like cream soda, bro. I love cream soda. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I did a boomer thing. Did you see that? I was making fun of Texty. That's Dude, the, everyone's talking about okay boomer right now. You want to commentate on that? Bro, back in the day, I could text on a Motorola Razor in my pocket so fast. I was a one thumb bitches. Yeah. What do you think about this okay boomer movement? Uh, Have you ever heard this? Yeah, well I think it's stupid. I think um I think that's stupid. I think that the millennial, elder millennial thing is stupid. I think that that creates division and argument. Tribalism? Well, like, okay, so like this, I'll tell you a funny story. Like this guy's just on my podcast recently. This this guy, and he's a student of mine, but he's also like a, a local figure in the community. But he had sent me this long video, and I didn't have time to watch it when he sent it to me, right? But it was basically a video kind of kind of talking shit about millennials, but kind of reconciling the yes, existence sir. of... But it was this, this guy who's just really going into it bigly. Yes. And I didn't watch the video. He sent me. I'd seen it somewhere else, and then I shared it, and I was offended by it. I was like, I'm a millennial, and I don't fit any of these stereotypes. Yeah. You know? And I and I was like, and I don't agree with with the, it's, it's like this generation talking shit about this generation. I was like, this generation was raised by that generation, <clears throat> and I think that uh, I think there's a lot of uh, it just creates division with that. And uh, but that guy saw that I'd shared and that video and was upset and thought he'd saw so like it, it taught me a valuable lesson in that sense because i was like he like sent me a message apologizing or like saw me as apologizing because of what i thought about it and i was like dude i, I didn't even know you sent me that video <laughs> i didn't have time to watch it i saw somebody else sharing it because it was viral <laughs> what but you done? it taught me a lesson to watch stuff when people send it to me with that or just tell them i didn't watch it or not share things <laughs> That I don't really do research on. Man, Mia Jovovich is awesome. Even Jesus had days like this. What? That's funny. His shirt. She's a tall woman. I love her language. Her language on the fifth element. The Icelandic that she created for that character. Big bada boom chicken good hey we were just listening to this in the gym earlier it's creepy he said it's creepy he said that Mila's such a big fan of his that it's creepy 
He said that. It's weird to hear him say something like that. Play my music on your movie. Play my music on your movie. But isn't that how it works? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you were him, would you not want to take care of... Hell yeah. Or vice versa? I mean, I would have no interest in my music being on somebody's movie I didn't know. You know? But you'd want it to be on him. Yeah. I'm not sure this is the right hair. Do Do you see a really conservative brown hair somewhere? I say really conservative, like conservatives have hair. 1960s conservative brown hair. Say that? You know what I mean? Like, I'm a preacher, and it's the... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, that's that's a terrible description. Well, pompadour? Yeah, preachers have pompadour, so not... Oh, look at that, Patton Oswald, Dude, I've hung oh, out with yeah, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's big time into the OC. You've seen, you met him? Yeah, I've hung out with him in Seattle. That's cool. Uh, we were laughing about how much filthy language he used in his routine that we had just watched him do. He he uh, he had just been opened up for by Mike Birbiglia, which you might have seen. Oh, yeah. Dude, I love Mike Birbiglia. Yeah, we went and saw Joey the tiniest, tiniest little show. And, and, of course, it was all clean. Everything was clean. It was, a, it was like a family show. And then Patton comes out. It was at Bumbershoot music festival and all of a sudden there's this tiny little venue and all of a sudden Patton comes out and he's like yeah so like this guy in the hotel last night in the hot tub is shaving his balls <laughs> and all of a sudden all these kids just started leaving and he was laughing about it he's like mommy mommy can I have an elephant ear <laughs> and he comes outside and me and me and Tyler were like getting an elephant ear <laughs> he's like you guys need an elephant ear too and we were just like laughing our ass off. We just hung out with him for just a minute, you know, just if just to, I mean, just a few minutes, you know, laughing about the elephant ears. But still, I'm like, hey, I met this guy. I bet he has no memory of it. He, but he's like the coolest dude. Is this uh, is this at Maynard's store? Yeah, yeah, at the little. Uh, That's on his little, little ranch. Yeah, man, he's got a uh, he's got a uh, a food truck there now that I would just just probably kill to try some of the food there. Have you I seen how many people stop in there every day? Have you seen the new interview with Maynard? Who, who was there? It uh, was. Um, does he do jujitsu on it? No. There's, well, a, there's, that there's a new little four part thing where he does quite a bit of jujitsu in it. Guy Fieri. He said Tannis. That's the wrong word. He said Tannis. Damn it, Patton. Tannins. Don't worry. I'm nobody. I, I can. I can say that. Um, Don't be insulted. I'm, I'm Tannis. What is Tannis? It's tannins. He just said yeah, the wrong yeah, word. Yeah, but well, what is Tannis? Uh, tannis is something. I don't know. Probably. I've heard that word before. He probably, he can get away with anything, man. He's he's so famous. He's such a good dude, too. Um, shit, now I'm trying to remember There's nothing vinegar like. I mean, I know what they're talking about the the vinegar smell vinegar and taste and stuff. Okay, so like, if you're gonna buy wine, let me give you my suggestion: don't buy Merlot. Okay, I I, I consider it the the leavings, the the baloney of wine. Did, did it's you my just least have your? Did, did you have yours just shipped? You just bought it from Maynard yeah, it was shipped. Online? Yeah, ship. I might do that before we finish this up. Um. Tell me what but don't doing. don't buy anyone's Merlot. Merlot is just if you've got nothing else better to drink and you just want something, you really got to be used to red wines to even appreciate it at, at, at all. Cabernet is dead center, okay? Of red wine, Cabernet is dead center. It is the it, jackass. 
it is the Coca-Cola. It's the dead center of wine. You see what I mean? It's the gold standard. Yeah. Okay, that's Cab. And Maynard's Cab was known as his best during the making of this. His Cab was his best. But uh, the finest red that I've come to find out is Pinot Noir. Not, but like I said, what the hell do I know? But as throughout my journey, I've, I, the best reds I've had were Pinot Noirs. But I'm also Arkansan, so I'm a big fan of Muscadine. Because Did you like how I was like, hey, regional bro, Muscadines? Bro, bro, you got any more of that Muscadine? You got any musky? Like, we're doing this podcast about wine. Shit. Hey, you got any of that uh, bootlegged Muscadine homemade wine? That's the John thing, though. Green. See, a lot of these guys, all these famous winemakers, they've never tried Arkansas Musky. That's a thing, though. That's a regional thing, you know? Dude, um, I was writing a song on my mandolin about like my grandma's house growing up, and because uh, she, well, you know where Hartman's at, don't you? sweet right go ahead though i'm listening uh my grandma had a, a there had some muscadine vines over by her um uh like what are those cellars were you the planting were you a canning cellar she had a, they had a wild, oh, yeah. an old yeah. house that they they lived in and a, a canning cellar and there's a wild muscadine vine back there <clears throat> that's amazing I love when muscadine first falls off the vine and it's just hit the ground. It's a good time to eat it. So, and it, when it's when it's in the wild, it's completely different than when it's raised. If you can find somebody that's got them, see that's the difference. When you find somebody that's got them growing wild on their property, like the the bootleg I used to bring yeah. to you, you see the difference. Hey, it was incredible, bro. I don't I don't know if they. Per- if they've been producing or what, I've never really walked back there and checked out. But we have some muscadine vines at the current gym. You know, we'll be moving soon. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm setting so you like my music studio is crowded there because it is my absolute plan to do a multi-purpose studio at the new location. So this could be this could be one of our last podcasts here because yeah. um, the gym studio. I'm going all out on it, man. I'm, I am uh, very much looking forward to it. <clears throat> that sounds amazing, man. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm excited about it. It's. It's going to be. Uh, this going to be good. I need to. I'm really glad y'all y'all pulled that together. I bet it was a nightmare, but I'm glad it came together. Well, they, they, it's. It couldn't have worked out any better because, I mean, well, here's the thing. Like, Jamie, who's selling us uh, back the old Back to Basics, like, it was on the market. It, 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 too, it was too expensive. And um, we are buying it for the right price. And that makes right. all the difference, you know. Yeah, he's talking about it. See? Oh, oh, oh. oh, I nailed that. I got a cottonwood out. Not bad. Holy, holy tree. I'm it sounds like running minutes. water when the, when the wind blows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a stream. 
you got a good sense of smell yes i think so um i don't think it's overly sensitive though i don't think i'm like um it's a curse when it is i don't that i don't get like nauseous and stuff like it's not like uh hypersensitive and like it, it really affects other senses you know what i'm saying my mom has an extreme sense of smell and my dad had a very very good one so i was very lucky but also very cursed with a very good sense of smell and then i did the whole wine journey and he's he's right once you gain that it's it's very it's like a power so when i'm like as a chef uh when i'm spicing food i very rarely have to taste my food i can tell by the smell yeah exactly how it's gonna taste yeah I very rarely have to taste the food. Isn't I can, it crazy how older people get even more so? Like, I remember my grandma would like, like, there were no measurements. Well, it was that's like, baking. Like, it's like casting a spell. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's, it's actually, it's, it's like a, a canvas, you know. But when you're, a, when you're baking, you are, oh, look at that, sweet tower. I'm about to start on a, the rings. Um, when you're... A baker, you it is science, perfect measurements. When you are a cook, you are recreating what chefs have created. When you're a chef, it is you are painting a canvas, a blank canvas. It's like magic. I can chef. I cannot recreate, and I cannot. I mean, there's a few things I can, but I sure as hell I'm not that good of a baker. I can. I don't have much use for it. That's why most chefs are like, I have a pastry chef to do that for me. I'm not going to bake. It's because they can't. Yeah, baking seems like it's on. It's a science. It's on a different level. There's science and there's creativity. Those come from different parts of your brain, bro. What... uh so what uh what are you and Kyle been up to? You been doing any any new oh, music? Man, we've got this wonderful song that we just we've actually put it together a good while back and I'm really looking forward to putting it together. It's called Origami. You might have mentioned that. Yeah, I just I'm, I'm really happy that that's going to definitely be a, a good single. We've been taking our time with it and uh we've got about I got about four new sets of of uh of lyrics I'm putting beats to right now. I've just been really been taking my time. I'm not going to rush into it. And I've been working uh, with a couple new websites, Hit Record. And uh, I've heard of Hit Record. It's Joseph Gordon-Levitt's website. No, 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 I haven't. But and uh, it's, it's fantastic. I, I like that, dude. It's just a, it's a place for all uh, content creators to get together. Someone writes a poem, you can write some music to it. Someone writes a music, you can write some. Uh, you can you can paint some. You can paint some uh, pictures for it. Or if someone makes a video game like they're doing right now, they're making a game called Beyond Good and okay, Evil. Okay, yeah, yeah. You can uh, write some music to, that'll be played on the video game. Kind of like a, what a, a Fiverr, but yeah. for for music and creativity, like except it's free. Yeah, you don't have to pay people to do it. You just you collaborate. It's a collaborator's website. Uh, interesting so i'm trying very, to get together a soundcloud and stuff like that i've just been really taking my time on it because we're not in a hurry he just moved down to the area and we're building a studio here there at his house eventually where where's so, kyle living now he's in clarksville he's like a minute and a half from my house that's great so yeah. we're gonna just kind of start building our own little uh dude i had a I, I had the perfect board picked out for the new studio hey i might want to get rid of this board over here um the one I use for the, this podcast. It's a USB board. Oh, really? Um, but, dude, here's what. I'm wanting to get a board that I can record um, 
SD audio on the board. I had this Behringer X32 picked out, bro. And it mm. had a built-in audio interface. Right. And it sold. It, Olsen's was selling it, and I watched it. I watched it go down from 2200 bucks to 1500 And Cora told me to buy it, and I didn't jump on it. And it sold. But I can get one off Reverb. I'm looking on Cyber Monday and stuff. But I will say, bro, like, if you want to help me collaborate. Uh, I would like, love to. I, see, here's the thing. Like, I want the podcast to be like the, that website you were just talking about in a way. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like so a collective fun. effort. Like, I've been encouraging of other people. Like, okay, so for example, here was Dylan's idea. So, like, we're we're not doing a music unraveled. We're doing a, a movie TV related show with this, right, after the show. Mm-hmm. But Dylan was like, bro, you got to have um, the music unravels like once a month, book an artist yeah, to come perform. Oh, shit. Right? I'd, I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so like uh, like uh, somebody I'm trying to have on the podcast pretty soon would be Adam Fawcett. Yeah, I know him. Right. Got lots of listens on Spotify. I know of him. I don't, I, I, I haven't. I've met never him. met Adam Fawcett. I met Nash Moore. Yeah. Um, but Nash should be an example of somebody else. Right, right. Um, there, there are several local bands with like professors I know in them. And but what I'm wanting to do, bro, is I'm wanting to set up all my recording studio stuff, all of this. Right. Like the new studio is going to be the size of my living room in there. Did we stop by the new gym, you and I? No, we didn't. Okay, I couldn't remember if like one day on your way out, um, we went and stopped by. But uh, it is. Uh, it's going to be big. I'm going to have room to uh, to do more. That's amazing. Yeah, it's going to be good. But I want it. I, I very much want the podcast to be like a collective thing because dude, there's always going to be six hours a day that I'm not in there. Always. You know, and, and to, unless I stop uh, teaching, which is, is not something I want to do. Like, I don't want to stop teaching. So it's... Um, I've talked to different people. I'm like, dude, do you want to run a podcast out of there? Or do you want to take over one of the shows? Or you want to run your own version of one of the shows? Like an MMA Unraveled. Yeah. You know, I could get some of my guys interested. It's like this Sunday we're doing uh, a Jiu-Jitsu Unraveled where all we do is just watch Eddie Bravo defeat <laughs> Hoyler Gracie not once but twice. Oh, my God. So, I mean, we're just going to we're gonna watch both of them. <clears throat> Eddie's fun to listen to, man. He really is. Dude's dude's wild. So look at that grape cap. Wow. Yeah, see that? Interesting. Tea bag. He said tea bag. You want to start a winery, bro? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I got, we just need 12 million bucks. that back here behind us. It's kind of damp. It's about $12 million to start a decent winery. But everything's cheaper in Arkansas, so. Dude, the new gym, I am excited about. Like, I'm just antsy to get in there and get to working. Like, I'm excited to. Like, you know, I tell people this. Like, I may keep a at-home recording studio. I have the mobile podcast set up. I can record at my office. But what I may do... That's wild. Wild. Bubbles. Yeah. 
but yeah i'm yeah that's interesting the the thing that he's using to to press him down but yeah the new studio is going to be a game changer because like man it just having like i know with a lot of guests it's going to be easier to have a neutral third spot uh, like a, a, a neutral location to get together for somebody that like they might not know who i am like here's one thing i'll tell you like I, and i know it's stupid to think this but like i haven't had a whole lot of females on the podcast and like that's one thing i right. think i think i'll be able to change because it's like like i'm doing the podcast at the house like i don't like it's not a big deal to me but i i just like i don't know i like having people over like when i I don't know if it's inappropriate or if, if if it makes people feel weird. It doesn't make me feel weird, but I'm just trying to be like empathetic to, oh, I'm going over to this dude's house. So I don't really know. And oh, it's just no. me and him out there at his house podcasting in his back room. And so for like a 110 pound female, I don't know if that's intimidating to them. For most of the people I would ask to come over, it would have to be something like me and you. So I think it opens up my audience of people I could potentially ask over. Like, hey, meet me at this neutral third location. This this off neutral uh, location. It's not at my house. It's not at, at your house. It's not at your job. It's not at my job. It's just a, it's at my business. But really, the, how we're doing the podcast at the new studio has its own entrance and exit, the glass door from the outside. And it's not connected to the gym. So I would have never even thought of it. You know, that's funny because we don't think about stuff like that. I'm glad you thought of that. I never. I thought about it. And then like, I just, I know this sounds weird, but I made it a point And like, unless I have really strong ties with the person to not have, to not make it a situation like, you know, like where it's like, okay, I'm going to. I'm going to be sure core is here when you come over or something like that. You know, just like to where it's like they didn't or like it seems stupid. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm just trying to be sensitive to to people and not wanting them to feel that way. Come on over, ladies. We'll have it in the basement. Yes, bro. Bill Cosby's out here drugging people and stuff, man. Drink the butter. Drink the butter beer, the cold brew coffee. (laughs) Dude, how much? Take a nap. uh, Yeah. How much? Uh, <laughs> how much of our childhood is a lie with this Bill Cosby shit, dude? Oh my God! I was watching Norm Macdonald talk about that. And how much of? How much did they call on Family Guy? Kevin Spacey, no Michael joke, Jackson, dude. Bruce Jenner, like Caitlyn, whatever she's calling herself. I don't know. I just try and be politically <laughs> correct, man. Norm Macdonald. I was watching him on YouTube yesterday talk about this shit. Yesterday, and he was like. You know, everyone says, they said Patton Oswalt was asking him, don't you think the worst part about the Bill Cosby situation was the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy of it all? And he said, no, I don't think that's the worst part. I think the worst part was the raping. (laughs) That that too. (laughs) I think the hypocrisy is probably down here somewhere. Down I mean, here. the hypocrisy is bad. Um, but what, know, the fact I, that he is like, well, like what I said, like he shakes up your old childhood. There's the raping up here. Then there's the drugging. <laughs> and then there's the scheming. <laughs> Dude, I, the I heard how many, um, I, like I was reading this big article about him being in prison and he said he would never say that he felt remorse. He's still, hold, he's still saying that this is a smear campaign. He's saying wow. the jury was tainted. And he's serving like a not like he can't even maybe get out for like nine years, dude. And like he's, he's uh, but dead. he said that uh, in the article that there's like this. He has a big following in there. He's in general population. He's like, oh my a, god, he's an important person. He's in Gen Pop though. Really? Yeah. 
What's happening to him? But he's kind of an icon, so Dude, I'm gonna um I'm going to order some wine before we finish this podcast and we'll schedule another one for over Christmas break. We need to do a Pussifer album next. I'd love to. Right? I love it. I've I've dude, I've never listened to a whole Pussifer album from front to back. Really? 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 Damn. I've only heard clips. Damn. I've damn. only heard like all oh, three songs from this album. I never listen to one all the way through. That's what I say, like, dude, because like think about when and where we are. Like it's just and and then too, my schedule, it's like, well, that's why I just make an excuse to sit down and listen to one. And call it a podcast. I went to a Puss for show in Memphis, very intimate show. I think you were telling me about it. Was that like right Maynard, after my dad Maynard died. like pulled out a cart? Like, that wasn't just a cart, man. Mouth. It was one of them airstream trailers that you pull behind your car or pull behind your truck. You know, it was a camper trailer. It was it was outstanding. He That's comes wild. out and he's got his jeans and his beautiful leather coat on and he's got a Stetson hat, looks like. Dude, was I telling you uh, any at all? I know I text you while... Uh, what was going on but did i tell you did we talk about the tool show well i just I'm saw sorry. tool in tulsa yeah you yeah, that, right? yeah. you sent that. me clips of it uh, I was, did i show you the, the photos here i'll show you i'll show you uh we got some he, good look photos at this judith that's his mother's name she always wanted to travel the world so he scattered her ashes on the grapes or you know on the on the ground and then bottled the wine and shipped it all over the world. So she finally got to travel Didn't the world. He, was his mom like paralyzed or something? Like had yeah. like a debilitating brain aneurysm? Or ten thousand like days. Yeah. For ten thousand <gasps> Okay, scroll this way and look at those photos from the tool show. That's what he's saying. Twenty nine years in that state. Fuck, man. See. Look at that. Maynard's dad works at the vineyard. How much um how much does a bottle go for, roughly retail? You know, I I can't say because my girlfriend ordered it for me, so I don't know. Did you listen when Jeff Woods came on my podcast? He was talking about, um, this dude's like one of my mentors. Yeah. And he was talking about dying. And and this guy's like a, a deep thinker, man. And he was, he's like, dude, he was even saying, don't. Uh, oh. oh, wow. He was saying, don't burn me, plant me. Plant me is a, is a tree, so I can like, like kind of what he was saying, like with the ashes and stuff. But you know, you see that silk screen you got on camera here? I uh, I don't know. Can you see it? Yeah, I see it. It says silk screen. Okay, yes. That's uh that's from the post for show. He's had that for a while. I'm guessing. Are you talking about the screen behind? Yeah, that's a silk screen. Okay, okay. So this is something else that I just like re-remembered. They had these like like a beaded curtain 
all the way around the stage. Some of the crazy, and it produced like visuals that had like a depth and texture yeah. to them that yeah, was unlike anything I had seen at a show silk, before. Silk screen like that is beautiful. I actually, the first time I ever saw something like that, and this is embarrassing, first time I ever saw anything like that was in Branson, Missouri, oh, wow. of all places. But uh, during um, a Puss for Show, he, he had something like that, a big silk screen like that, and it was going off, and it looked like he, at one point he was just worshiping the sun as he was singing this one part and then another part uh lightning would strike him with that and it looked like it was 50 foot screen this looked like it would striking him man sykes in general are so um <laughs> so fascinating <laughs> yeah. what you can do on them uh, right? yeah <laughs> i know what you're talking about oh this is where he gets it tasted I remember when he came on Joe Rogan and brought the wine. Like, right, this would have been back around this probably the same time. Interesting. Wine scores. This is a serious deal right here, man. Interesting. This is like the look. He's, he's tasting. This is like the the tournament. This is the, this is a serious shit right that, here. Like I I like seeing like. The ritual they go through before they even taste. Well, you it. have to smell. They talked about that earlier. We were amidst conversation, but this guy knows his shit. He's so trained. Damn. You know, you get a whole different flavor when you spit it versus swallowing. <clears throat> facts plus you don't get drunk wow first time he tried it oh there's a lot more they get a guy in there that really goes after it most of my pieces from this bag over here i even got a couple of pieces from that bag the couple of the brown pieces it's a, it's a good damn conspiracy That's the thing, like with with a music judge, it comes down to personal taste. It's the same with getting your food tested. I know that's uh, some things. It's like, it, well, maybe you and I have talked about this. Like, how can you judge art? Well, you can. It, it's uh, like an essay. Like, can it right. be wrong? Well, yeah. actually, it can. That's I learned this, and I and I stand by it. I went to a liberal arts college. And one of the first things they, they taught there at U of O for all you other people out there, and they'll laugh when they hear this. One of the first things that they did at that college, and I had transferred from tech of all places, 
and when they asked you your opinion at tech that that was it you couldn't get it wrong it was your opinion went to a liberal arts college liberal arts i was thinking well hell i can say anything here i found out really quick that you can have an opinion and that opinion can be wrong they will flat out say yeah you don't know what the hell you're talking about you are wrong your opinion is wrong. Well, so actually, I don't want to go to your college, John. They're mean over there. They are mean. They, you better know your stuff. Yeah, I get that too. And like, I've had professors like that too, that they were just more stringent, more strict. A lot of tobacco flavors in, in wine. Leathery, see? That's what I tasted was leather. I forgot what the total score is. <laughs> Where did that? Well, I feel you, dog. I'm not either. <laughs> People who are listening, are watching this with us. It's it's gonna be like what what you're not you're not what why what are you so what's he talking about? That's out of, no, you're gonna have to watch it with us to know what he just said. Don't tell him, bro. Don't give him anything. I'm just saying, I'm more of a butt guy. See, <laughs> oh, I love this song, dude. I'm moving slow, man. Like smoke off a turd, bro. Bro, you're doing different stuff than me. Like I'm building nah, individual towers. You're building like you're a whole a structure over there. No, I'm not. I'm leading the conversation slow. while I'm like trying to be. An I'm drinking engineer. three forms of three forms of sugar and caffeine, and I'm still moving slow. It's because I keep. I'm, I'm really being way. We too really precise. were like, let's turn it over the top with the multitasking. And, you know, I'm really terrible at multitasking. Did you know that multitasking is the leading cause of depression in America? Multitasking. So you see all these kids who are like, I've got a phone over here. i got some I've other shit over here. And I'm watching TV. Do you was, think some people are wired for that? No. <clears throat> really? No, human beings are not. No, you wonder, uh, you wonder why there's so much success like uh, in, in humans that focus on one thing at a time. Yeah, it's, they're happier. They're yeah. more content. It's it's seriously a cause of depression. I stand by that. And it's, I mean, a lot of people are going to argue with it, but it's absolute truth. Multitasking leads to depression. It's true chemical depression. Yeah, I always, Cora gets irritated with me. I always uh, am doing multiple things. Like I'll be watching something while I take notes and I'm listening to a podcast in the background. It's just something else, you know? Yeah, I was doing that the other day. I was watching some old uh, jujitsu DVDs I had, and uh, taking notes, and then like had a Joe Rogan's podcast playing in the background. Yeah, that'll 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 depress you. <laughs> I hate to tell you that, man, but it's true. I had to learn that the hard way. That to focus on one thing at a time will it will lead to more contentment in life. I, now, now I'm not saying that I do it either. I'm yeah, just it's you difficult. That. Like it's, it's a because like we always struggle. Like, like uh, music's playing while I'm doing this. There's always kind of something, something else going. It's it's a, it's something to try to do. 
Look, they're gonna go. They're gonna go meet the Dark Lord. No, nah, I'm I'm very aware he's just a man, but it's kind of fun to deify. Dude, him he's the, the Messiah. Okay, what All are you right, talking cool. about? All he's right. the Messiah. I'm just trying not to sound crazy today, but Dude, they they know better, bro. They I remember better. like when uh, me and Colby went and saw. Uh, a perfect circle in core two, uh, in Dallas, uh, Colby left there being like, why does this dude talk about Jesus so much? Cause the perfect circle album is even more talking about Jesus than like all the tool albums, the last one. And, uh, <clears throat> but I mean, Maynard does talk about Christ a, a lot, lot, a lot. He absolutely does. That's hilarious. Country boner. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. <laughs> this is only that's so crazy because you were like just talking about him talking about Jesus Dude, it's and, a it's a it's a re dang. it's a thread that holds his work together bro like all three of his bands like think about it like that last perfect circle album that we reviewed on the podcast like he talks about Jesus a lot. Uh, 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 earlier, uh, the pa- uh, no, what what uh, what song is it that talks about? Um, well, one deaf and mm. deaf, dumb and blind and born to follow. What you need is someone strong to guide you. Oh yeah, that um, those lyrics. But what's the the one? Uh, it's an older perfect circle song I'm I'm blanking out I'm going to find it and then I'll read the lyrics Mm. that's crazy how they're doing that right now It might have been Judas, but I don't think it was. Oh yeah, it, it was Judas. Um Okay. Your set's an inspiration for all the things uh, that I'll ever uh, choose to be. Oh, so many ways for me to show you how the Savior has abandoned you. Fuck your God, your Lord, Lord, and your Christ. Christ. He did this. See, that's like, that's a real out there one. But he was very, very, uh, very mad when he wrote that. Yeah, I like it. I like this. This is the one. He did it all for you, John. Okay. Yep. He did. I know that song word he for word. He did it all for you. Dude, I love that song. 
I know that song word for word, man. He holds a note out in that song that should never have been able to be held out that long. Maynard's a special person, man. He really is. Like, like, like a like a savior or a messiah or a hero is a special type of person. Like, you know, I mean, like that guy is in three fucking bands. He has this wine vineyard that we're watching about. Like, <clears throat> the art of work. Yeah. I can only ima- I can only imagine. Getting somewhere. So, bro, I just want to keep talking about the Mandalorian. <laughs> like, oh, holy do. shit! I haven't seen today's episode though. So like, spare, uh, it's spare good, man. I can I give you one small spoiler? Okay. There's an ATST Walker. Okay, yeah, I knew there was going to be with two Clatuinians in it. You know how I knew that? Uh, how? Legos. <laughs> All right, dude. I t- I told Cora I was like, you know, after I'm. Uh, after it's I'm, sad that I'm saying that. But after fun. I'm done with the Harry Potter Legos, I'm just going to start. That's start a big demon. Things. That's a big demon. Yeah. Oh, I imagine. Okay. Here's the judge. So, the, yeah, the theme song's incredible, right? Oh, yeah. Is it Mandalorian? Yeah. I like, uh, you know, it reminded me kind of of Tron in the beginning, how they do the helmets and shit. It's, uh, it's a spaghetti western. This guy is no, is is no bullshit. Can you hear that? How dare you, sir? <laughs> I don't, Oh, I like that decanter. Look at that. Do you see that? Oh, see? Sanjo and Merlot grapes. He mixes a lot. Boy, his winemaker knows his stuff. Dried cherry, see? Yeah. I haven't had that, but I know it's a good wine. The Etruscans, Tuscany. It's cool to see Maynard excited about someone judging a project of his. You know, can you imagine him being excited about someone judging his product? What? I feel that way, like in jujitsu, like with rank, you know, it's like, hey, here's my art. That's what I've been working on the whole time I've been doing this can't imagine it's just like what you're saying it is it's it's weird when you get to judging stuff like this but there are experts in every field that can be a a black belt what's it like though 
for someone to come along and go, wow, wow, what's that like? It's it's different, you know. It's it's weird. Like there's like your peers, and then there's people that try and lord over you, and then there's people that are just like mind blown. And I think all three types exist and treat you differently. Somebody's never going to let you be their peer. Somebody's going to always let you be their peer. And somebody will never see themselves as your peer, even at Bite Belt. This kills me because I know some people you're talking about, and I, I really want to like make comparisons, but we can't because we're on a public forum right now. But damn, I want to ask some questions. <laughs> we can talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I can't imagine it. Well, it's it, I, I always use the metaphor of academia, man. It's like, yes, in academia. Uh, well, well, like the other day, man, here's a great testament. I was I went on campus to see you. You know, Thurman's storing, dude. Here's the cab I was telling you about. Yes. No, I don't know. But uh, you, you don't know who Thurman is? He's coming on the podcast Wednesday. Okay. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, he um, just did his master's thesis defense. Yes. Julie Storing is his sister. She's younger. She's I my I know the age. name. Like I said, I know the name. I, I kind of know everybody. That you Thurman's probably in between your age and my age. Okay. He he hasn't been on the show yet, but like I, I know him, and I've known him for a long time, right? So um, what was I saying about Thurman? Fuck, why did we start talking about He got about his master's? That? Yeah, but... There's a lot going on, man. Multitasking is a bitch. Sorry, dude. I'm making us depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll it. finish my second tower, though. Well, see, you're so far ahead. See, dude, I, I didn't know how it would go if we were just sit here in silence watching this documentary no, and not I, talk. So I was like, we need to build Legos, too. The show must go on. And then we're going to see what's in that treat box over there. Oh, shit. I got a whole box of stuff here. I got still got two Legos. I still got to build heads. a blue tower, dude. Oh, my God. So see, much this thing do. lied because I know good and well that's box number two over there. Yeah. I guess I guess it's telling us. We're starting... starting but... There's some numbering confusion here. Your, your instruction Most, says two on no it, No shit, right? and I've been pulling from this one the whole time. That's, that's got to really... That's actually the booklet that goes with the third one. Damn then. right, because I've been pulling from this one the whole time. This is when the second book starts. Lies. Yeah. It's confusing, man. You can't, like... It's almost like you need to dump everything out into one pile, but they say, don't do that. That's the wrong thing. Lies. You can pull from my pile, bro. Yeah, I mean, we're cool going to need to put it. it out in the middle here in a second. Look yeah. at these little, like, this is interesting. Like, the child legs don't move. No, they're like uh, child slash hobbit slash dwarf legs. Oh, nice, nice. We got this one put together. Yeah, I got a couple of them. That one shoots. Yeah. Oh. Have you seen how it shoots? Wow. You push the little button, it's going to fly, dude. It's kadoosh. Nice. What? Yes. <laughs> Brings you back to the, the the toys from the 80s that actually shot. They were dangerous. Hey, we don't, people we died. don't sell toys like that anymore. No. Dude, uh, yeah, my dad and I were talking about this, but like all the all the people that are getting out of the um, uh, gun business is remarkable, right? What? Nobody's selling guns now? Walmart yeah. is going to stop selling guns. And what about uh, Atwoods? Uh, I don't know about Atwoods, but uh, I bought like three guns at Atwoods. Dicks, 
or Academy. I can't remember which one. I Dick's I'm, I'm pretty sure guns. it's. I'm pretty sure it's. I think. Well, I think they both sell guns, and Dick's out of the two is stopping. Dick's Sporting Goods had some good guns. Yes, and like they were because Dad told me. Well, he was telling me Academy had these crazy gun sales, and okay, you get so. Good. Where in the hell are people going to buy guns besides pawn shops in local areas and stuff like uh, that? Local mom and pop gun stores, pawn shops, shops. Um, also um, online. Okay, so why are why are the major retailers stopping selling firearms? Just because of the controversy. They're just one out of it. Yeah, basically. I, I mean, dude, think about. I guess like, it's not I, a huge I'm pro problem. gun. Is all get out. I got a lot of. I got a gun right over there. Um, but. Fuck, man, can people just stop killing each other at schools? Jesus fuck, man. Like, And I'm, taking away guns is not going to make that go away. Because I think that criminals are always going to be able to get guns because they don't go. But also, I do agree that in t- there needs to be some, I don't want to say progressive legislation, but like... You and I could be totally unhinged fucking crazy people and go to the gun show in Conway and fucking buy a gun and not get checked. Not get, like, no, not wa- see if we we're on the crazy person. No, walk out of there with a brown bag and that'd be it. Yeah, and... Th- I've done it. That has got to go away. Yeah. That That's one thing. And then another thing, like, I'm not going to renew my concealed. Um, yeah. But, like... I don't want to be on a list anymore. Uh, like anytime you apply for something, it gets a federal background check. Like it's just a way for them to profile you. You know, it's, I think that in until they work like a driver's license, I will never get another concealed. Like, like I, like if I drove from here to California, I would break half a dozen laws and be considered a felon. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, just for driving with my strap. And, and I don't get that. And nor do I want to be a part of some, it's just weird. It's just like with where we are in open carry, I don't have to have a permit anymore. So no, there's major open carry av- availability right here. Yeah. Like it's crazy. I, I went to Har- I've been to Harps three times in the past year, and I've seen dudes walking around yeah. with a gun, like just a big old hog right there on the side. Yeah, and I'm like uh, I'm like I'm thinking are they a cop? Hell no, they're not a cop. It's like Jim Jim Joe Bob. It's just the carries dude, gun to well, and I, store. I, I I got no problems with that. You no, know what I cool. think about it? I'm like, this is a dude that's gonna shoot <laughs> whoever yeah. is crazy. You know, I it was a detriment. It made me want to be like, all right, I'm cool. <laughs> Calmed me down actually. It, it is. Uh, it was a little scary at first, but uh, I mean, it's just not because you know. you're not used to seeing it. No, hell no. But I, I see, and you know, all these stories I I hear more and more. Uh, people being like uh, yeah somebody tried to commit a mass shooting and such and such so and so they're asking him if they, he wants to do a reality show listen to what he says to him this is what I wanted you to hear can we do a Maynard reality show at the winery listen to what he says listen to this
Sorry about the dead air for those listening. We're finishing. I think film. people can hear a little bit from our headphones. I hope so. I, I don't think we're breaking copyright laws with that, but. No, I could. No. Yeah, but that's everything. Because you're not one of the beautiful people. Not the beautiful people. We think you're beautiful. Maynard is an interesting looking dude. Uh, what do you think about his Joker makeup Whoa, for, for this tour? Yeah. Oh, I love it. He said he was inspired by the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Hmm. This is the end right here. Maynard is undertaking so many things that take a long time. Like what he's talking about there about like he'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> you know, like he'll figure out how to, to to make his own wine essentially. But like it's like that with jujitsu, man. Taking on these long-term tasks. Your dogs need to use the bathroom. Do they? Yeah. You hear them whining? No, Asia texted me. Okay. (laughs) I'm trying to place that harmonica piece that they're playing. That's from something. Text Cora, see if she can let him out. Listen to this. Can we do a reality show? Are these the guys doing the documentary? Yeah. And they're saying they want to do more than a documentary? Yeah. Are they wearing the same tennis shoes? So they're wearing what? They're wearing the same tennis shoes Maynard and that guy. What's up with that?
Nice. Yeah, we need to review this. Dude, that was good. That was good, wasn't it? Was this your did you, was this your idea to watch this? I mean, I've wanted. It was to, all you, man. Okay, but I've loved this since I've obviously. I think I saw it more than once because I was sitting there quoting it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was or scarily or, maybe I or just it just made that much it. of an impact on yeah, you. Yeah, it really did. I was a fan before. I was a major fan before. Now I'm a scary fan. It's crazy. This has been out almost ten years. Yeah, this documentary. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can we make a reality show out of you? Fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> oh, yeah. That's better call Saul. What? That's better call Saul. Yeah. That's funny. I wondered when I was like uh, looking for this to stream, I kept seeing uh, Odenkirk's face. That's what that guy's last name is Odenkirk. Yeah. Wine is grape juice that has gone bad. (laughs) Wine bottles just a means of shipping cork around the world. (laughs) Dude, have you you ever drank any kombucha? I drink it every day. Dude, uh, me too, and it's so good for my digestion. Yeah, it's fantastic. I also take a probiotic. I'm kind of overdosed on it. I'm all about the probiotics, dude. I hadn't been sick in like four years. That's good. It's um, I'm I'm here to tell you, fermented is the way to live. Yeah, I'm. I totally agree. I'm gonna get all these blues. Dude, Francaise. So you, you, if you watch Mandalorian, that means you got Disney Plus. So, Goldblum. What do you think about all of the um, cultural warnings? Hmm. Uh, on all the Disney shows, there's cultural warnings. Yes, 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 yes. I haven't um, even seen that. You know, maybe you remember this. Okay, you're gonna have to. Because I, I got to really concentrate on this one. I can't because he's being so damn funny.
what I mean. Have you seen Better Call Saul? I've seen Breaking Bad religiously. I have the the show Better Call Saul is just as I know. Good. I know. I I just haven't got to it yet. It is uh, okay. It's fantastic. Cultural warrant because I'm going to watch it next. Oh. We are thigh meat. Can't you see oh, yeah, those right. racist cats? Bum, right. bum. Do they do it? Like, are there warnings before? Yeah. Uh, no, at the end, like, it'll be like Lady and the Tramp came out in this year and blah, blah, blah. And by the way, some of these uh, references may be culturally outdated. Yeah. And I heard they like removed a part from Peter Pan with the uh, what makes a red, red man red. Yep. That's it. <laughs> I never knew Walt Disney was such a piece of shit. Oh wait, yeah, I did. But <laughs> it froze his head. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like he was all wanting to get into uh, like cryo- cryogenics. Cryo- yeah. yeah. Um. Here's these two heads. I've, I've got so many steps, bro. Bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this other tower and then I'll see. This is how it works. You get in a bottleneck. You're doing that, and by the time I finish this tower, we'll probably be... Oh, okay, it's not... It's just, like, 34 more steps. Okay. Yeah, what makes the red man red, dude? There was a couple others. Um, uh, Aristocats apparently has one yeah, in there. Yeah, I don't remember what it was saying. Alat- uh, so what do, what do they say? It was just part of the times? Yeah, they're basically, basically saying it's cultural appropriation. Which, what do you think about that? Like, they, they've been busting Gwen Stefani's ass for cultural appropriation. What? That video she did? Oh, she's a, which one? Because she's a different ethnicity and every damn one of them is basically why they're calling her out on it. Yeah, so like, I remember when people were going around cutting the, uh, cutting the dreadlocks off white dudes. <laughs> That's interesting. Have you seen that? No. No, it, like at colleges and stuff. Um African Americans will often go around with scissors cutting the dreadlocks off of white dudes because they're not supposed to have. You them. know, if I, <clears throat> which I've, I haven't, haven't there been several people that are considered white by many cultures? <laughs> what about that Pocahontas lady that Trump was busting her balls? Oh man, I got a buddy, you remember I got that, a buddy dude? who would love to talk to you about that. Oh man, hey, whatever you ever talk, I'm mean, sure you do. I think we've even. Uh, but uh, Scott, what's that dude up to? Oh, he would love. He'd love that you're asking about him. I see him every few days. He, he still work at Walmart? No, no, he's on disability now, or he's working on getting a disability now. He uh, he had foot surgery and he's going through Ooh, a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, bummer, dude. No, he's he he's, was in the same apartment as me for a long time. Not like a, yeah, a, yeah. Does he still live over there? Yeah, right now, but he's moving to Clarksville. Oh, cool. No, he's he's had a rough time with it. He had a lot of uh, horrible things happen to his family. Uh, he lost both his parents at a very short amount of, in a very short amount of time. Damn. And um. He's gone through a lot, but um, yeah, that's actually the buddy I was I was just now referencing. Um, yeah, he's he's he has a YouTube channel. Really? Yeah. So. Dude, I we have five hundred and twenty nine uh, viewable videos on our YouTube. Damn. I just noticed uh, on the gym YouTube, and I got uh, this. I'm around a hundred on the Life Unraveled YouTube. Wow! Wow! So. <clears throat> 
you know, I, I know that I'm going to continue to improve the podcast channel. Like one thing that I want to do in the new studio space, add a second camera angle. Oh, that'd be cool. Pop back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. And dude, the gym YouTube, I think will hit a mass point where, uh, I don't know. I don't know what will happen when we have like a thousand plus videos because the, the number of views we get per month now is a lot. Yes, I've noticed. Uh, and I think the podcast will continue steadily grow as well. I need to, when we get over in the new studio, see about getting like uh, some sponsors, like maybe this box over here, whatever. What is the name of this? Uh, yum box. Yeah, a yum yeah, box. Yeah, I'm about to pop that sucker open. Yeah, uh, yeah go ahead, man. Okay, I'm just uh, whenever you, whenever you get to a stopping point. I'm just gonna point. have to uh, just uh, call it a day on this here in a minute. Hey, we don't, yeah, we don't have to finish this. Yeah, uh, core is core is going to be mad. Well, do that not you let and me I, anger. I'm gonna her. I'm gonna be like, this is John's idea. <laughs> he was like, hey, Dude, let's drink this butter beer and build these Harry Potter Legos. She'll and I was kill like, me, man. I was like, D- I, I don't know, John. I don't know if we should do that. Dude. Bro, ask Colby, man. That dude gets thrown under the bus more than anybody around here. <laughs> that's that's what happens. Dude, he Bro, straight up, man. like the other night, Gracie got sick, right? Yeah. And um, she was up all night pooping. And <laughs> You blame uh, him? Well, no, but so he, he got me. He got, yeah, I did. But he I got me it. back for all the blaming I've done to him oh, over the years. Oh, no. Yes. And... Uh, it was unfortunate. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Cora's like, oh, I just had to stay up all night with Gracie. I don't know what the deal was. She's, She was sick, and I, you know, I don't know what was going on. And um, Colby's like, I bet it was those beans Brian gave her last night. I, I told <laughs> oh, him not to do that. <laughs> like, just kind of let it slip, like, overtly. And I was just like, you piece of shit. Like, she's still giving me crap about it. But yeah, the dog had a rough time with the uh, baked beans. Mm hmm. Yeah. So the dog did have beans. Yes, the dog did have some baked beans. But we don't talk about that. Yeah, I hear you. It's okay. Dude, we're actually making some headway here, man. I've There's got actually not a lot of pieces left in the middle. I'm at, if I stop now, I'm at step 17 of 32, which is dead center pretty much. Uh, you got any exciting plans over Christmas holiday? Uh, I'm hoping to um, not do much. Same. Uh, we're going to move the like gym at some point, so yeah. I don't have as much of a luxury as I would like to. But uh, I will say, man, after we get this gym moved, yes, it's going to be a nice uh, settling in time. Because uh, I've already right. t- told people like uh, that want me to go places and do things. I'm like, no, I don't think I'll do that. I think I'll just stay here till we get moved. And uh, then when I want to go to shit, I will. Not because you asked. Because I want to. Um, That's a good way to be, though. I mean, it, really. it, it is. You got to be that way. You got to be able to say no to stuff. And um, I think. Yeah, but that's you're, you're fortunate. Yeah, a lot of people can't. It's unfortunate that. A lot I of mean, can't. Eddie Vedder. You know, I'm a lucky man to count on both hands the ones I love. So you you sit there and and ponder how many you know you, 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 a rich man. A truly rich man has many people at his funeral. A wealth may be measured by how many people show up to his funeral. But 
how many people really care that you're gone, you know, yeah. or are they just trying to get noticed for themselves? And you start counting how many people really, really care about you, or they just try to make themselves look better by being with you. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of people in my life that I, I've, I've often gone back and I'm like, what were they just trying to get something? And a lot of the times they were. And you yeah. got you got to think about that. and you start you getting you get wise to that. My, you know, I do get wise to that and I will say like for whatever reason that does happen to us because it's I don't even like saying this but dude, we are kind of like a, a local celebrity sort of status. You're definitely you know? in the public eye. Yeah, big time. And and I'm content with that. That's fine, but at the same time it's it creates a, a little bit of weirdness you know what i'm saying it's uh it creates a complexity that you're just under scrutiny you're under everybody's looking at you and and then too like um i don't know it's just weird and they all have different expectations as well well and i i've had we've had people take advantage of either our our charity or or goodwill towards people you name it dude you right want, you want to open that box up and see what we, yeah see what we, and we'll wrap up here on the podcast in a second i'm gonna finish my little tower oh this this will take longer than you think oh yeah all right let's yes. do it let's yeah, do it this will t- i don't want you know you can finish your tower i'm just telling you this prepare thine self because it's going to take a minute uh where's that knife of yours at oh, oh there's one or two back here for once, I'm not armed with blades like the typical Arkansas boy. You could keep your weed in there, man. I know, man. I, I, I frequently bring up this point uh, to people. This is the, yeah, that's my grandpa's K bar, bro. Uh, and I will be yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Dig it by all means. That's why it's in here. Uh, but, uh, isn't it weird we live in this world where because of the federal legality of things uh like i could go out and be on joe rogan's podcast smoke some weed with him get super duper high talk about cool shit and philosophy dmt and dmt and multiple elk. realities and elk. eating meat elk and fucking bow hunting and elk yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah fucking raw elk <laughs> fresh old. this is fresh off the bones <laughs> Um, Squeeze it, drink it. You know, and then come back here and get fired from my job as an intellectual for smoking weed. Like, that's the world we live in right now. It is. And it's a weird fucking place. Yeah. Um, But, you know, what do you do? I would just never. You don't. I'd never smoke weed. I mean. No. Clearly. So, uh, a place where the hills are alive. I haven't Googled it. I have no idea. But I'm thinking Austria. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Italy because Rome was built on seven hills. Wow, man, that is such a great response. Uh, also, um, during uh, certain times, the peasants that made up the majority of the army would retreat to one of the hills, and they would just stay there until uh, their demands were met. I love having smart friends, man. Yeah, but dude, it was crazy. That guy was like, oh, I'm from Italy. And my yeah. brain, and I'm like, dude, you're an Etruscan. <laughs> yeah, wow. That was good. Yeah, the Etruscans were the, um, as he said, Tuscany, were the ancient hmm. tribe from hmm. Tuscany before the Romans ever built the city of Rome. 
uh, and they had uh, these slaves, mm-hmm. and they would make the slaves play music all the time. They played these double pipe things. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Kind of, kind of like a bagpipe. I don't mm-hmm. know if they had a bag, but it was a, a two flute mm-hmm. sort of deal. harmonized. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, and the the rumor was that they could lull animals like into a trance during hunting with their music. Can you do that? I've never tried. I wonder if... Now, this is really going to sound like I'm I'm being kind of silly, but is that... Bro, we've changed gravity three times in the last 400 years. There's nothing you can say that, you know, Star Trek is true, except for the teleportation. Is that a martial art? Oh, okay. Well, okay. Here's another one. This reminded me. I just watched this the other day. You ever see the old school Disney movie? Davey. Oh, I Dave. I'm going to grin you out of the studio, dude. Bro. You see? Oh, uh, yeah. Right. And I'm I'm trying not to have, like, go into a stroke laughing mode. I do. Because not about the grinning, but because all I can think about is that shit you sent me with the guy on a buffalo. <laughs> oh, all I can man. think about is a guy on a buffalo right now. But yes, I've seen David Crockett, right? Yeah, but uh, the grinning, grinning an animal right, out grinning of a tree, animal. grinning yeah. a raccoon yeah. out of a tree, uh, grinning a bear to death. <laughs> But it's like, if we could grin an animal into like, so like what sort of, so there's two cultural tales of uh, getting an animal into submission via music or via, mm-hmm. I try to teach my dog how to do You know, I'll grab his, and, and like pull it yeah. up and he, I can't, because I've seen some dogs that they're, they're yeah, like, you, you can teach uh, shepherds how to do it real easy. Dude, that motherfucker is so funny because like, you can see like sometimes, he is smiling like the like his yeah, mouth yeah, like yeah. curls Snarl. up. He'll be sitting there on the couch, just like, mm. "What are you guys doing?" Mm. <laughs> like fucking cheesing, and I'm like, "Dude, you're such a good boy. Mm. He's a good boy." Yeah, I got a ferret at home named Lorenzo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, you know, they're like little primates, sort of. They're not primates, but they're they're like a, they're smart as a primate. This guy, they have a, a, a an action called duking. That's what it's called. And it's an invitation to play. But it's like our laughing, and it sounds like laughing, but it's just like our laughing is an invitation to play, really. It's their invitation to play, but when he does something he knows he's not supposed to, like, oh, I'm going to go shit in the corner. You know, this guy's going to make him mad. Then he'll go <laughs> oh, and run God. off. And, dude, it's it's the funniest thing you've ever seen because he'll, like, do something. He'll steal something he's not supposed to. He'll be running across the house with, like, the remote control or something. He steals. That's what they do. They steal things. Ferret means smelly little thief that's what it means plato had one everybody had one they've been domesticated for two thousand years wow they you put them in the wild they can't survive they can't they've been domesticated for too long they're literally just a polecat they're a european skunk anyways you get this guy and he'll be running across the room with uh with a remote going <laughs> yeah, it's too funny it's it messes with your head because you're like did that thing laughing? A friend, a friend of mine, and they got away, but they caught it out canoeing. They had a mink. Yeah, it's a weasel. Yeah. 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 They're all the same, you know. Pepperman's mouth sometimes reminds me of a weasel mouth. <laughs> it's a big ass weasel, bro. Yeah, it is. It is. It's very big. But like sometimes when he yawns, he, I'm like, dude, you look a fucking weasel, man. Big chocolate weasel. Yeah, he is big. Dude. He's 100 pounds. <clears throat> he could kill you. 
if he wanted to. Yeah. Oh, he's so he's so at the antithesis of me. Like anytime he like uh, barks and like loses his shit, there's never anything there. And I'm like, dude. And like when you got here today, he didn't know you were here. Like he, he like you'd pulled up and then he like looked out the door and was like, maybe he just thought of something. Yeah. Or maybe that. Well, you know, this, the ancients believed that cats were half in, half out. So, you know, I wonder what dogs are. I Dude, don't know. okay, so check this shit out. Back on Rome, I heard this. Uh, Rome has this crazy festival <clears throat> where, okay, so I, I believe this was in the early Republic that the Gauls Correct. invade. This it did happen. I think yeah. this was the instance. They were invading uh, south of the Alps. They were invading Italy, and... The dogs there at the pass did not sound an alarm. They didn't report. Mm-hmm. They, they did give no indication that there was mm-hmm. like thousands of people coming to, to coming through to invade. So they created this festival where every year they crucified the dogs. Oh, wow. See, I've never heard of that. I've heard of yeah, one where they dude. killed a bunch of cats, but I didn't. They crucified the dogs every year for not warning. So, like, they would just round up stray dogs. And it's it's a horrible story, dude. They're like, it's bad. I love dogs, man. Pupper man. Dude. I've I've never heard that. Yeah, That's dark dude. Shit, like, dude. now when I hear shit like that, I'm like, oh, Pupper man. Oh, you know they mean? crucified it's my fucking bro man like they're trying to crucify him like he's not the messiah <laughs> back off <laughs> i saw oh, this short film somebody made on the internet years ago and it was called frog jesus and like all these frogs were gathered around and they had a crucified frog and anyway so now i'm pretty sure there's a amphibian jesus out there but it just reminded me of that i'm so like dude so the dogs have a Maynard jesus? song okay jeez crucifying just, just the dogs. every so if every major culture out there has a messianic story like the like the huron people you know believed in a um a peacemaker or the, the iroquois did believed in a peacemaker that was born of a virgin huron and you know he would come and, and free the people and all this the, the native americans so i can't i can't help but ponder do animals <laughs> do the animals have messiahs sounds like i'm high as shit right now okay a christ figure a christ frog like <laughs> Who does Pepper Man worship? Oh, my mom watches this. She's going to kill me. Who does Pepper Man worship? Uh, You. Yeah. He worships you, man, because we are the gods to uh, the dogs. Dogs are actually more like slaves in a sense because uh, we domesticated them. Cats, on the other hand, domesticated themselves so they know they don't need us. Cats have actually put 10 different species of dogs uh completely extinct and they will be here long after dogs are gone that's that's the truth cats the reason they act like they do so nonchalant is because they domesticated themselves because like yeah we could use some of that food and stuff these guys got dogs we domesticated them from wild animals the contrast very different because we have two cats and two dogs yeah and the contrast is do you see the difference that's the only difference i mean cats are more intelligent but the thing is we we, domestic, we, we domesticated dogs. So they, it goes all the way back to their lineage. They're like, I have to do what he says. Cats are like, we're here because we just need Dude, that's a, have you heard symbiotic. This? A cat will eat you like as soon as, as, soon you, as die, you die. And yeah. a dog um, will like lay down and die because you died. 
So I have heard of dogs eating their owners. Too. They can, they will. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they're they're both wild animals. Well, think like if it, I guess it would depend on how close you are with your owner. I would like to think if I died, Pupper Man would not eat me. Well, I mean, he probably stopped the cat from eating. You ever watch Andy Griffith? Fuck yeah. You know Aunt B? Yeah. You know she was kind of a mean person yeah. in real life. Yeah, I she, know, she had a lot of cats and lived in a cat re- reclusive she, no, house. She got eaten by her cats. She got dude. eaten by her cats. Oh damn, bro. Just blow your mind. Aunt B, Andy Griffith. Type it in. Death. I got to read about you it. You're going to fact check the shit out of me on this one, please. Francis Bavier, who played Aunt B, died in uh, 1989. Yeah, read about two it. years old. And Sour City at 86 years old. <laughs> read it. Read uh, it. Up. Let's see. When, what happened to Aunt B? Uh, how did Aunt B open his mind? It's blue's mind. Like Wikipedia. Some things would just have to be checked. I mean, I just want to see. I like, want, you, I want to see. not a picture. Oh, okay, okay. Baviera was described as living spar- uh, a sparse life in her later years, a very quiet life. <laughs> On November 22nd, she was admitted to Chasem Hospital. Oh, you're getting to get the full story. 89, she died at her home two days later, eight days before 87th birthday. It caused a deficit heart failure, blah, blah, blah. Supporting factors being breast cancer, arthritis, COPD. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it doesn't say anything about the cats. So we got to get more specific at the Google. Wiki that shit. Uh, was that on Wiki? That was that was her Wiki, but okay. you don't always get the intricate. Um, a cat lover became a reclusive cat lady. She converted <laughs> one of her bathrooms into a giant litter box. Yep. Her house fell into disrepair. Yep. And the, the ammonia of cat urine was so overwhelming. Yep. Anyone who might visit, uh, overwhelming. Anyone. She died in 1989. Her estate was worth seven hundred thousand dollars. Well, you know, if her cat, if it was like that, no, I mean, the I've, cats I've read definitely it. ate her, man. You know, she was there for days and days, and they said what they found was not good. Mm, did Aunt Bee wear a wig? I don't know, but she did in one episode. It's you know, a cousin of mine was like, "You can't sleep because I, I have terrible insomnia." He's like. Watch that show to go to sleep, and that's that's the reason I I know all about it. Is it, it will put you the hell to sleep because nothing exciting ever happens. It's just calm, and I have terrible insomnia. I can't go to sleep without it. I've seen every episode. See, that's times. like another like um, I've, I, I've heard every episode. I do. I, I have not so like virtually the whole time Corey and I've been together. I've not watched TV falling asleep, but I want to. I want to. It's um. That's that's a good one. Some people go to sleep to Frasier. Whenever Corey's out of town, I, I have to I have to watch TV to go to sleep. Uh, Netflix is a blessing. Yeah, um, I do for that. His Disney Plus, man. I'm watching The Mandalorian again as soon as we're done with the podcast. Well, <laughs> I've had a chance to talk over. about it, but it's an absolute. It's an absolute spaghetti western. Clint Eastwood. Uh, Good and the Bad and the Ugly. Oh, dude, I love that movie. Uh, Nick Nolte as an Ugnaught. Are you kidding oh, me? Dude, um, I, oh, dude. I told Cora. Carl uh, Weathers, straight from Predator, playing his cheap-ass self, only giving you a few credits. And what I love is all... See, the nerd's coming out, y'all. What I love is all the throwback to the real... The races you only get to see, like, if you're a super nerd. They didn't invent a bunch of races, like in all the new movies. Mm-hmm. They created all these new races. I can't Bob see. Weir from Grateful Dead or Nick yeah. Nolte. Or Nick, Nick Nolte's Nolte. character in The Mandalorian. Like hilarious. That's when, what I was seeing, but I was like, who is that? When um, 
when oh, he came shit. on like last night Cora's watching I was like <laughs> I was like that's fucking Bob Weir from the dead <laughs> did you uh did you know the blue the blue alien in the first episode it's freaking George Lopez really yeah do you know George Lopez plays uh <clears throat> bongos with panic uh, he sent in with him really? like, twice in the last couple years what yeah you know who else plays bongos sometimes with panic carrot top dude's, dude's amazing yeah it cracks me up weird the uh I think now the 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 comedian in the speeder, the dude that ended Nickelback. Now I can't think of his name. Mm-hmm. Um, but the dude that pulls up in the janky speeder mm-hmm. in the first episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. And I just went blank. I'm sorry, man. I, uh, I can't remember. It was a brief, right? Uh, but, and too, like the I did. The fact re- that he got to be in the show is just fantastic. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't start watching Mandalorian for a minute. Mm-hmm. So and then there's uh, well, I just started it yesterday. There's yeah Nick Nolte's in that part and Carl Weathers is Grief Cargo, and what blows my mind more than anything, dude. Sorry, Werner Herzog. Are you shitting me? The the Imperial. Mm-hmm. I've seen this kind of thing before. He's a the most legendary documentary filmmaker on the planet, and they got him to be in a Star Wars show. Dude, that's like it blew that's my mind. Grizzly about, Man. That's who did uh, Grizzly Man. About Gina Carano being in it. Right. Where did they... You know, Bill Burr's going to be in it. Billy Freckles, man. Dude, the comedian. You, you know what I think this has become a little bit? It's kind of like when the UFC got bought out. <laughs> you know who bought the UFC? No. Every fan of the UFC. Oh, right. You told me about that. Right? Yeah, it's sorry. like a conglomerate of all right. these people, like Anthony Kiedis and the, oh, the, the sh- dudes on the documentary and Kevin James from King of Queens, like all these people that like they're the celebrities that were at all the UFCs bought into the almost positive that he is a a part owner because he made the whole here comes the boom movie yeah 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 everybody was in it yeah everybody UFC was in it I'm sorry no 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 we're good dude we could talk forever we could we'll just have to do another one before the end of the year maybe we could do a New Year's podcast I'd love that yeah we'll we'll schedule another one man because I want to I definitely do would like to uh, check out a Pussifer album do you want this yeah, let's, someone open it. Yeah, let's open right. it, dude. Let's let's. Uh, I'm saying Austria. You're saying Italy. I'm saying Italy. Universal Yams. Austria, dude. You're right. What? How did you know it was Austria? What sound, was the sound of music. Oh, oh. dude. bro. Damn. Yeah. Very nice, man. You should be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I should. Uh, Dubai. Stop it, Salzburg. Oh man, how are we Klagenfurt? gonna get through this? This is gonna be endless. Vienna, Austria. Hello, <laughs> the greatest actor in the universe. You know, Austria is really started World War One, but <laughs> <clears throat> oh, here's the here's the guide to everything we're gonna try. Oh wow, you need to. Oh, I'm gonna get too excited. Paprika. That's that's a guide. Wolfgang Mozart. Man, he was a prodigy. Kelly's original paprika chips. <laughs> Which one do you want to try? What do you want to try, man? Um Earth Baron. Uh let's try the uh Pinschinger Mandel. Okay, man, that's what? Stop it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Pinchinger Mondelecken. Almond cream filled wafers coated in milk chocolate right, yeah, and almonds. Okay. I'm going to have to try to read my Austrian. 
Pint. Oh, I think I found it. Pishinga. Mandalekin. 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 <laughs> like you got the popcorn. Mandalekin. You're gonna have to get Cora in here. Ooh, the man. baby. Does uh, she want in on this? The baby caramel bar. I think she might have gone back in the bedroom, but I don't know. You hear her out there? I I just. Volmic. Oh, dude, I'm a sucker for these chocolates, man. Yeah, you into the sweets? The Bobby caramel bar. That's what I like. The there's a gingerbread here. Yeah, uh, I've learned from this stuff. There's always something highly disgusting, but a great experience. We got this one from Turkey. And it had uh, this tree sap candy in it that they guard with uh, with fortresses. They've guarded it for 150 years or something like that. Interesting. It's amazing. It was like chewing tree sap. So, dude, imagine like uh, when you discover like coffee and shit, like like the the dissemination. Like, I wonder what things we discovered discovered that might have uh, we might have like ate it out of existence or used it up. Oh, like the, there's a wind, the, the limited species supply. that we've discovered and eaten out of supply, or the people that we've discovered and bred out of supply. <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna review this stuff, right? Okay. Which one is Mandalekin. this? Mandalekin. Okay, we got a little, little wafer here. That's what it called on the package. You're gonna chew it into the mic so they can hear. Yeah, some more. That's tasty. One of my coaches at the gym, Brent, he's come on the podcast Sunday. He um, he goes to Germany. He's a retired military consultant. And he will bring back German chocolate, dude. He brings back these things called Bonds. They're the shit. This is a... Uh, what's in this? Mm. Almond cream filling. Almond, that's what it was. Oh, it's right. tasty, yeah. Yeah, yeah almonds almond. and milk chocolate. Man, I'm telling you. What uh you what are in here? Does she like this kind of stuff? Um, she I don't know if she's still on a diet. She's been oh, on she a diet. Okay. Yeah, she's been running and not having This would not days. be good for her then. I used to live a life like that, man, but I just wasn't happy. Yeah. And I started no Well, I'm I've got to I'm starting that up in in like a 2 days, so well, I mean, dude, I, like just things like I have healthy habits and stuff, but it's like living to weigh a certain amount on a certain day sucks. Oh, for the turn, like, yeah, fighting yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's hard. It, 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 She's still doing that, though, right? No, yeah. no, no. She just, just in her overall fitness and, yeah. and personal training. She's all actually been studying. She's getting a group fitness certification. Nice. That's so beautiful. Been, that's been beautiful stuff. That. Yeah, yeah. We're just wanting to wanting to up our game. In a couple Ooh. areas. Let's try this Erd Baron. Dude, let's uh, break Shoko. That wafer had a good crunch, though. The the gingerbread looks good, too. Oh, man. I I got a thing for gingerbread. I like it in ways mm. that men shouldn't like it. The Muffin anything. Man. <laughs> oh, the Muffin Man. <laughs> Georgie. Oh, dude. This is going to be chocolate and fruit. I'm, I'm, I, do you like chocolate and fruit together? Yeah, I mean. It's very yeah, British. Yeah. I, I don't know. This isn't British, though. But. I'm not, dude. That's chewy. Mm, very, mm. very leathery. It's the tannins. It's the tannins. Mm. Tannis. Tannis. Mm. That's very tannis. I could do without that in my life. Mm. I don't love it. Earthy textures of, of cherries and other berries. Other berries. 
I don't know what to say about that. Where's the gingerbread? Um, it was like a. Um, Where's the gingerbread? Yeah, those are kind of different. I don't like that. I'm not a huge fan of that, but you, you know, get that's candy not, like that in like the sorted candies you get at you know, Valentine's Day. But, shit. You know, Amer- Americans aren't really known for liking to mix, mix chocolate and um, fruit. That's a very British. Costner gingerbread. Costner. Yeah, I'll like get to the job. This here, that's straight up a cookie, man. Look at that. That is a cookie. That's a cookie. Uh, what about this? Uh, <laughs> Put the cookie down. Volchmichlid, <laughs> dude. Are we being racist? Very. When we, when we, we got to. St- <laughs> Damn, I just we're gonna get slapped. That's like, I mean, honestly, like things I've become more sensitive to is like uh, we were yeah. just joking around about it earlier, yeah. but like talking like a Brazilian. Okay, guys, look what's gonna happen. Oh no! Yeah, like, dude, that's like a big joke in the jiu-jitsu gym. That's like, yeah. but well, and like the thing is, it's like you you learn from so many Brazilians. It's like even when Nate's around, I end up like talking like Nate and shit a lot, which he is a very definitive. But it's like yeah, it, yeah, imitation. It's the greatest form of flattery type of a thing, right. you know. But it, it's you you tend to emulate sometimes. Yeah, but see, around. like people like you and me are impossible to imitate. Does that make us unremarkable? Or very over remarkable. Over remarkable. <laughs> I'm serious. People couldn't imitate you. People mm-hmm. couldn't imitate me. Cora does. It's very she's really a straight mockery, dude. She well, I mean that's laugh, one thing. Everything. That's man. one thing, though. Yeah. That's one thing. But I'm talking like, it, you know what I mean? There's not like uh, I've got buddies and stuff that are just you can just pick them up. Yeah, no, I couldn't really do an imitation of you either. I don't See think. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's is that super remarkable? Is it completely unremarkable? I've been stewing on that for a long time, just studying acting and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I can't figure that out. I uh, cannot figure that out. In creating characters, you strive to make something remarkable, but really, what you're you're creating is a quirk. Like I was talking about, I keep doing this hormone monster thing because I'm obsessed with the show Big Mouth. It's so funny, but it's the whole. Um, hey, how's it going? Because it's a super deep voice. Yeah. And, uh, like, or when you're doing, um, uh, or if you're doing a character with a stutter, you can see, you create something that people remember. You ever seen that episode of Friends where Joey and the dude are spitting on each other? Yeah. That's a great one, dude. My Jamaican accent, man. Is that a, or is that a, see is that cultural or was it, oh it's his southern accent he speaks like a Jamaican but he's like my southern accent man <laughs> yeah yeah dude it's it's, it's uh, like those lessons that Chandler paid for so is it okay for us to mock Austrians because they're white they're white like us man so but surely. see that I was told you can't mock Russians because Russians aren't white. And hey, um, that's interesting. Here's something that's interesting. I get compared to Jesus more than anybody you know. Well, that's probably. just the beard and long yeah, hair. Yeah, exactly. And, I, mean, I got a lot. Of, I mean, that's and, common. And, and when people say this to me now, I'm just like, oh, yes, I'm teaching you on the history of Christianity. Let's talk about that. Uh, and uh, I'm like, so there I was, guys. The only white guy in Palestine. Like, yeah, it's, a, it's a meme. I stole it. But, and then I'm like, oh, you mean Western Jesus? See, I worship Asian Jesus because Palestine is on the continent of Asia. My Jesus is Asian. And then they start being, then they want to debate me because most people don't think about the Middle East as being in Asia, right? They're like, no, no. And I'm like, no, it's, it, it's, it's Asia it's Minor. There. Yeah, it is. It's called Asia Minor. And I'm like, I know it's because it touches Africa and Europe. 
that you don't understand. It's okay. Jesus was he was an Asian man. Okay, by all standards of the definition, the the, the motherfucker was from Asia. <laughs> if he was a real person, here's what you should look into. That's got an interesting texture to it. Tastes good. That's not what we call gingerbread. That's something completely different. There's a book I've been telling everybody about called... Uh, well, I don't tell everybody about it. Because most people can't handle it. It's called Caesar's Messiah. Oh, that's got a pine. The pine taste is very good. Very leathery. Very <laughs> wild. Grand- Grandpa's wild. wallet. <laughs> it tastes like my grandpa's billfold, dude. <laughs> <clears throat> Dude, what's funny is like everybody has one of those wallets like you're talking about. Like mine said fucking Marvin on it, dude. I'm I, I had like three Marvin wallets by the time I was twelve. My name's not Marvin. <laughs> the same grandpa that gave me that gay bar over there. Oh man. Well, dude, let's go ahead and wrap it up. If, if uh, you're Caesar's cool. Messiah, though, yeah. Oh, yeah. That thought. Well, Caesar's Messiah. It, it basically is like the thesis of like Socrates. We don't know if Socrates is a real person. He only exists in Plato's stories. He never wrote anything. Okay. Same thing about Jesus. He never wrote anything. The Gospels were written in Greek, not Aramaic. Oh, right, right. Yeah. You know, there's all these things that this, that, this yeah. uh, guy Atwell goes into. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he really does a good job. I think he makes some compelling points, but Caesar's Messiah, I don't tell everybody I know about it because most people around here are pretty ardent evangelical Christians and, mm-hmm. you know, I understand. it's weird. Always. But, yeah. Well, uh, bro, thanks for coming on. What, uh, what, uh, real quick before we wrap it up, what do we want to, what Pussifer album are we going to review? We're going to start with the first Any one? Any of them. Any of them. I know is all it, of them. Is it good to go in chronological order? We're eventually going to, let's say Square Kennedy Assumption, we're eventually going to review all of APC, Tool, and um, Pussifer shit. Colby and I might review a Tool album, but I anticipate that you and I probably end up doing all of that. Conditions of My Parole is a good Pussifer album. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's the one I probably heard the most amount of songs off of. Yeah, we can that's probably. a title track, too, on that, isn't yes, it? Yeah. yeah. That'd yeah. be a good one. Okay, cool. Well, dude, um... I'll hit you up. I've got two more, uh, three more podcasts scheduled, but they're all in like the next couple of weeks. But uh, I, my last day of school is December 12th, and I'll be out for like three weeks, four weeks. Maybe we can get together and knock that out around Christmas, between Christmas and New Year, something like that. Universal Yums, we love your product. Yes. Hey, sponsor. Sponsor the podcast. Do it. Hey, uh, you've seen Sarsky and Hutch. Yes. Uh, I've been sending... Uh, the uh like uh, I'll, I'll ask people i'm like dude you seen you got disney plus you seen the mandalorian they're like no dude i hadn't pulled the trigger on it yeah i'll send them the ben stiller like, hey do it do it do it do it do it do it uh what's so funny is like uh you know where i heard i've been crushing on the band the the band mm-hmm. the band mm-hmm. leave on home from arkansas oh, yeah. and where i first heard the song the wait was in that movie not an easy rider, but when, remember when they're ripping off easy riders? So, like, I'm in, like, probably junior high when that comes out. That's, with a, that's been Pulled in the Nazareth. But uh, that's, like, they're all dressing up that whole movie in these different disguises and shit. He's, like, they go and talk to that guy. He's like, his name's Tiny or something. Oh, need, yeah, but, but he's supposed to be really small, but really big. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you need to go see Big Earl. Big Earl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, two dragons. Two dragons. It's going to get weird. 
Look at that belly. Looks like a little bowl of oatmeal. Mine's got a little more brown sugar on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's rough. <laughs> that's so funny. It's though. about to get weird. That's a classic, Hear man. Like that. I thought that was, out of all those movies that came out around that same time, I've run into so many people that have never seen old school. But Really? Yes. Yes. Well, Will Ferrell actually totally drunk in that scene. Okay. And he was stripping. Yeah. Streaky. We're going up the quad. <laughs> yeah. So good, bro. Well, man, thanks. Uh, thanks for taking the time to come on, man. It's, it's my uh, absolute good, good, uh, good get with you on this Black yes, Friday, sir. capitalist, materialistic holiday. and Consumerism. Uh, yes. Well, fucking Cyber Monday, man. I'm excited about it. Maybe yeah, I'll get a new mixer for the new studio. Amen. So be on the lookout for things I need for the new studio. Because bathing in all this consumerism. <laughs> us? No. These are all given to us. These we're, were given. We're very important. Yes. All right. Sponsor some more. We're not consumers. We're not. We don't do commercials. We like gifts. But this box over here. <clears throat> all right, man. Signing off. Appreciate it. We'll see you guys next time. Thank <laughs> you.